0: Do this when he pulls away and acts distant. Hey, I'm Antje Boyd, magnetizing human expert, married eight years to my husband Brody. Let's go ahead and dive right in. Number five is what I call do a masculine an analysis of the masculine energy. So, what that means is I want to kind of break this down for you. So when you you know, when a man pulls away and he acts distance, part of the reasons can be because you're actually like so enamored with him. You're actually projecting onto him what you want him to be, right? You know, like he's this never expected, always wanted like miracle and he would be such an incredible husband and he's so hilarious and all the things, right? But what happens in the moment when we project something onto a man, with deleting all the things that he's not, that we don't know about him. So when you do a masculine energy analysis, you actually see all the things that he never even showed or that that he, that he maybe doesn't doesn't have developed, you know what I mean? Um so for example, so you could go on a date or maybe you were even talking to this guy and, and dating this guy, right? And maybe he has like a very strong like what we call warrior, right? So he just is really good at working, he's very accomplished, he's the CEO of his company or whatever, he's a doctor, lawyer, whatever, right? So okay, cool. You know, um but then you don't really feel like he was really embodied. Right, So he's like a really hard worker, but actually if I feel like into it, like his wild man wasn't really there, right? It's like kind of interesting. You know what I mean? He's actually not really trusting his masculinity. And so, (coughs) wow, okay, excuse me. I must have said something true here because when I sneeze, there's usually some true fear. And I think this is actually so true because when I watched my husband's men, he worked with men for 10 years, I'm like, oh my gosh, this guy's not a body, this guy's not a body, this guy's not a body. I don't even trust this guy, you know what I mean? Because there's no conviction, there's no certainty in his body when he speaks, he has like no edge. So when we're thinking about, when we say a man has an edge, which by the way, that causes polarity that causes, you know, positive tension, I call it, and that causes uh, attraction and so on, right? Intrigue. But when a man doesn't have that, you know, then what happens is, like, I don't really trust him. A woman doesn't really trust him, right? She's like, I can't really surrender to you because you can't really hold that, you know what I mean? You're not really embodied enough to hold my embodied self, if that makes sense. Now, another thing could be like maybe you realize, wow, he's a very strong king. You know, he really knows where he's headed. He has his vision. He knows how to get delegate, but he's always so serious. He's actually not really funny, right? So, where's the little boy? Where's the play? Where's the joy? Where's the spontaneity? So, again, when you do that masculine energy analysis, you actually realize, wait a minute, actually, the guy that I put so much on this pedestal. He actually has certain certain things that he's not worked out for himself, and I never even thought of that because I was just focusing on what I did see, and I wasn't really focusing on what I didn't see. And this is gonna—that's so healing for the thousands of single, successful women that have worked with me all over the world because they're like, "Wait a minute, hold on a second, You know what I mean? I was just projecting onto him. I was just like, I was, I was just like dating an illusion. And I was just filling in the blanks. But actually, there's so many things that how he was not showing up, right? Number four is heal your own shadows. Okay. So first of all, what is a shadow? Now, we all have parts inside of ourselves, emotions, qualities, that let's just say we're not exactly like proud of, you know what I mean? So for example... We could have the shadow, like, arrogance. You know what I mean? Like, we don't, I, you know, I don't want to become of, out of off as arrogant. You know, I don't want to come off as, like, selfish. You know, I don't want to come off as um a doormat. You know, I don't want to come off as uh, helpless. Um. I don't want to come off as vain. I and mean, you could just go on and on and on, right? And it's really interesting because I just talked to a woman yesterday. And I used the word bitch. Because she was, she actually had a lot of bitch energy, which is so funny because it startled her, right? And I'm like, she's like, wait, are you saying I'm a bit like, (gasps) it's so funny because her words were like a doormat, right? But her energy was like a bitch. And of course, she had the energy of the bitch because she was resisting that inside of herself. She actually, bitch is like one of her shadows, right? Like she has that very much inside of her, but she's not owning it. So if somebody calls her a bitch, she would go into like, like defense mechanism basically, right? Like, oh no, that's sort of me. Are you kidding me? You know, I just was donating time and money. I just volunteered last week know, I'm so kind and compassionate and considerate, right? All those things, right? I'm like, No, that's not helping you because you're giving all your power away, right? So what you want to do is, and then what happens is the man leaves. The reason why we talk about this is because we really talk about what do you do when your man acts distant or he pulls away. Part of the reason why he pulls away, because he feels you're not really authentic, right? And then what happens is there's a conflict that occurs inside of himself because he's like, well, there is this part that how she shows me who she shows up. And then that's how I really feel when I'm with her. I don't feel And so I'm confused. And then the confused mind says no. And then I pull back. Now, part of the reason why I could be confused is because you're suppressing those certain qualities inside of yourself. Because you don't want to come off as the bitch. You don't want to come off as mean. You don't want to come off as controlling. You don't want to come off as dominant. You don't want to come off as abrasive. You don't want to come off as fill in the blank, right? But it's not serving you because the man is actually trusting you less and he's going to pull away. And guess what? The woman I talked to yesterday, that's exactly what's happening. The guy's just not texting her, right? And go figure. Of course he's not. Because he's like simply like really confused and she's sending all those mixed messages. And she's like, he's like, wait, something something's not adding up here. And so what you want to do instead is you want to actually heal your shadow. Now how do you do that? You actually work on this is like of course what I teach my women in my program but it's developing a positive relationship. To that quality that you don't want to have, right? So, what's so great about being arrogant? You know, what's so great? Well, for example, there's confidence in arrogance, right? Or what's so great about uh, being a bitch? Well, there's boundaries in being a bitch, right? There's also a little bit you care a little less. So you're, not, you're less in a place where you could be manipulated, for example, right? Also, the bitch is being respected. So on and on it goes, right? So you just want to see what's so great about that. You want to heal that because that oftentimes makes them turn around and have them come back. I have sorry story particularly of my client, Annette. And that's exactly what she did. She did this work on her rage, her anger. And literally a guy from 20 years ago came back to her, reached out to her on Facebook, right? And then flew her out and proposed marriage. So, I don't think there's a coincidence. Um, It is all about being aligned physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. Number three is, and I I talked about this in the first one, is take him off the pedestal. One thing I always say is the soulmate is real, but the pedestal you put him on is simply not. Look... Everyone is flawed. Everyone has insecurities. Everyone has like, you know, vulnerable parts, right? And so just take them off the pedestal because, you know, one thing that one of my friends told me is that, you know, if we men can sense that you put us on a pedestal, we're like, oh... Well, obviously, we can't trust her because we certainly can't be ourselves with you because you already decided we're perfect. So all that's going to happen is we're going to fall off this pedestal at some point. So, um yeah, no, we're not going to work out. We're not going to trust that relationship. You know what I mean? We're never going to show ourselves. We're not going to become emotionally available. So take him off the pedestal. Treat him like a normal person. Talk to him like you would talk to your girlfriend. Right. And how you do that is you look actually like, where are some vulnerabilities? You know what I mean? I don't know. I've never met his family. You know, I don't even know what he's all about. You know, like never met his friends, you know? And, you know, he's like very polished. Like, you know, I wonder there's like something there. So it goes along a little bit with the analysis of the masculine energies inside of himself, inside of himself. Right. But in any case, take him off the pedestal. Now, this you may have heard before. Number two is heal your attachment. So whatever you resist persists, right? So if you're used to like not having men run the opposite direction, you're going to resist that. So what are you going to do? You're going to hold on more. You develop more anxiety. You speak more. You talk more. You please more. You accommodate more. You do all those different things, turning yourself into a pretzel that pushes them even further away. And on top of that, it leaves you struggling, alone, anxious, right? Abandoned, all the things. So it doesn't work for anyone. Like, it's just a loose, loose situation. So what you want to do instead is you want to heal your attachment style. Now, one thing, and this is a common misunderstanding, is that heal your attachment style means like pushing it to the side, depending, like like pretending it's not existing, playing Mrs. Cool, and so on. That's why I kind of like, why I don't like the book, why men love bitches, because it sounds like, oh, just pay aloof, just play like, you know, you don't really care. It doesn't really work because your energy is still going to talk about that you are anxious, right? But what works instead is actually what I did with my husband. I was actually speaking to the fact, that I had an anxious attachment style, right? So it literally said like, hey, I have this anxious attachment style. It's a working model inside of myself now. I had studied it at UC Berkeley, right? So I knew how to explain that. Um, and you know, this is how it shows up, right? Like I get anxious sometimes and I can sometimes doubt things or you know, the fear of losing you or whatever. And then how I'm gonna handle that is fill in the blank, right? So I gave him a context, what's gonna happen. I also told him I'm owning that. I've also told him I'm not gonna hide that. now that is very intriguing. That's very healing for a man that is actually has a secure attachment style because he will actually trust you. And he will be like, this woman knows herself. Because a secure attachment style, he doesn't expect you to be perfect. He's not even afraid of vulnerable emotions. You know, he's definitely not afraid of insecurities. But what he will respond to is you, if you're, if you're hiding, you know what I mean? If you're like pulling like you know, you're like, oh if you're watering down things, trying to kind of distort things, right? Because you actually have all the shame around, all the story around, but he's gonna think about it. No, you actually show up authentically because that costs so much trust in my husband and so much authenticity that he ended up uh, proposing marriage to me only like seven and a half to eight months later. Now, one thing that I really love to focus on is number one is how did everything start? So. Once upon a time, you were actually showing up confident, right? Once upon a time, you were actually showing up who you really are. But then you started to become anxious. You started to become attached. You started to be over analysis paralysis, right? And then you start to act weird. And now the man is pulling away and acting distant, right? Um, Because, you know, maybe you got angry because he didn't have time for you. And then you backpedaled and you sent mixed messages and all those things, right? So what you want to focus on is like, how did things start? Like, how can I get back to this place inside of myself where I felt, like, confident, right? Where I felt, like, true to myself, right? Where I was, like, carefree, you know, where I really trusted myself, where I was speaking my truth, right? Where I was, like, evenly paced, where I was attending, you know, my uh, my Pilates class, you know, where I made my friends my priority, where I was not going out of my way, right? Versus, like... That's all the things that you're doing now. You cancel all the things, you know, you accommodate to him. So go back to that. Come back to that energy because that energy he was attracted to, right? So if you found that, find that back in yourself, like he will be reattracted to you. Now, if you haven't yet, make sure to take my free love quiz at getlovequiz.com to get the relationship you want fast, or simply click the link in the description and comments below. And hello, next I highly recommend watching the five signs a man deeply loves and adores you by clicking to the right here or in the description. Lots of love to you ladies and I will talk to you in the next video. Take care. Bye-bye.